You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Will Schwalbe is one of the two authors of Send, a book about how to use email effectively. He was the editor-in-chief of Hyperion Books. He's now the editor-in-chief of Cookster.com. Thank you for joining me, Will. Oh, thanks so much for uh, having me on. Will, tell us about Cookster. What uh, Now, you probably uh, saw a few cookbooks coming through Hyperion, didn't you? I did. I had a great time working on cookbooks, and I got to publish people like Jamie Oliver and Nigella Lawson and Art Smith and Molly Katzen and all sorts of wonderful chefs and cookbook authors. And uh, it occurred to me that there was nothing online that brought together all the recipes from all the best chefs and cookbook authors in the world. And I had this idea for kind of a united artists uh, for chefs and cookbook authors. Well, uh, Cookster is really a nice site. Uh, Once you made this decision to create a website, how did you go about doing it? Well, uh, the first thing I did was quit my day job. Uh, So so much for the uh, advice, don't quit your day job. And uh, what I did was decided to start a, a virtual company. Um, the only uh, full-time person who works with me is my, my partner in the site, whose name is Katie Workman, who's a legendary cookbook uh, editor and brought a huge amount to the site. And what we did was, together with our business partner, we hired the best programmers uh, in the world, a, a crew called uh, Pivotal Labs from Silicon Valley and, and an award-winning design team. And everybody was a foodie. Everybody was crazy about food. And we basically just sort of sat down and thought, what do we as foodies want to see uh, on the web that will help us find the perfect recipe every time? And what we really found our way to is this idea of search, that you need to be able to say, uh, not just I want a chicken recipe, and some of the other sites you can put in chicken, you get 16,000 recipes, but I want chicken, and it has to be kid-friendly, and I want something with leeks in it, too, and it has to be good for a Super Bowl party, and I want to put in under a half hour, and I want it to be cheap and only moderately difficult. And so the secret of the site really is search, helping you find the perfect recipe. Well, I have to say that the, that's a, a, a huge help. And, and like you say, that's a big issue when you're just trying to find a, a new recipe. It's one thing if you, you're looking for something that you already know and you, or you have some idea about. But when you want to just look for something new within a set of parameters, the kind of searches you're able to do on Cookster are really, really helpful. Oh, great. I'm really, really glad you appreciate that. And, and we also wanted you to have the confidence that you're always searching among professional chefs and cookbook authors. That, I mean, if you find a recipe and it's not a good recipe, it's not like just getting a bad search result on Google. You go out, you buy the ingredients, you invite your friends over, and you make something disgusting, and you then think, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not a very good cook after all. And, and we just believe that if every recipe is from a great chef or cookbook author, your chance of success goes through the roof. Well, one of the things that I really like about the site is it's beautifully designed. Could you talk about the and the architecture of it with the you know the different being able to just kind of browse through different categories? Your categories, browsing categories, are really useful. We have um, hundreds, of, literally hundreds of categories, and we wanted to to approach it 
really the, for the home cook. Mm-hmm. Um, so that while the uh, chefs are some of the greatest chefs in the world, we have Daniel Ballou and Jean-Georges and Alice Waters and all these fabulous people, Mario Batali, the idea is how do people really cook? And they usually start with ingredient, and then we want it to be like that trusted aunt or uncle who's great in the kitchen who you can just ask a lot of questions to. Um, and so that's why we devise so many categories and so many ways of narrowing it down, because there is no such thing as the perfect dish. Um, there's the perfect dish for an occasion. So there's the perfect meatloaf if you're feeding an army, and it's different from the perfect meatloaf if your in-laws are coming over, and it's different from the perfect meatloaf if you're entertaining someone who's gluten-free. And we, you know, I wanted to mention the gluten-free thing because we put in a lot of health considerations, too. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when we built it, a lot of people really have to stick to various kinds of diets, but that doesn't mean they should have to eat dreadful food. So you can search um, low cholesterol, you can search low fat, you can search vegan, you can search gluten-free, all these different ways of, of getting at it. Well, I, I also have to say, commend you on the, the layout of the recipes and, and just the, the look of, of the site itself. Because one thing that, you know, when I've been running searches on, for recipes heretofore, you'll go to a page and there are so many advertisements and the design is so terrible. You can't hardly even find, there are pages where there are decent recipes maybe, but you can hardly even find the damn recipe, let alone read it. And then when you try to print it out, you get like 10 pages of advertisements. Oh yeah, that's, that's infuriating. And that that was was definitely on our mind, and the Barbarian Group, and I love the Barbarians, um, as we come <laughs> to call them, um, are fanatical on this. They're they're an amazing shop. They're very serious, and, and they far more than than me was the voice that that just kept saying, the page has to be simple, it has to be elegant, it has to be clear. When you're in the middle of cooking and you glance over. Um, or if you've printed it out, if your eye is distracted by a lot of things, you're going to miss a step or miss an ingredient. Uh, so we really had this mantra of keep it simple, keep it elegant, and also make it kind of like shopping. It should be fun to look for a recipe, not a chore. Yeah, it really is actually fun. There's, I mean, I was just cruising through it, and I came across this pizza rustica, and it looks really delicious. And I have to say, too, that you mentioned this earlier, and I want to come back to this, that about the way people cook at home. This is a really important distinction because when I'm cooking at home, I am not a chef in a kitchen, in a restaurant. I don't have every damn thing in the world. And, you know, I live close to one or two grocery stores. They don't have every damn thing in the world either. Exactly. And one of our most popular searches is our five ingredients or less button. <laughs> um, because very often you just you look at recipes on other sites or other places, and you, you, five minutes later you're still reading the list of ingredients. And what that often means is that a restaurant chef hasn't bothered to analyze really what it's like to cook at home. And they have shelf on shelf of all sorts of things. But what's great is many of the best chefs in the world, when they turn to do their cookbooks, they give a lot of thought to how to keep things simple. And, how to, and those are the recipes that we gravitated towards. And, and that's really what's available on Cookstar. And the chefs have been incredibly supportive of that. And they, they love having, having on-the-site recipes people can actually make. Well, now, uh, tell us a little bit about the, the chefs. You mentioned some of the names. How do you, how do you go about uh, contacting these people and getting them to contribute to the site? Well, what we did was take an unusual attitude, too. Uh, 
the, we really believe the very best recipes in the world are in cookbooks. So we made deals with just about every major cookbook publisher in America for the right to feature recipes from the books and then contacted the chefs and cookbook authors and made sure they were happy to be on the site, and everybody was thrilled. We have 260 chefs and cookbook authors on the site now, and it grows every week. And one thing you may notice is I keep saying chefs and cookbook authors, Mm-hmm. And that's because the country, quite rightly, has gone sort of chef crazy, and we love our chefs and we love their restaurants. But it's easy to forget that many of the best recipes in the world are created by cookbook authors who are not, in fact, restaurant chefs. I mean, when you remember Julia Child, she wasn't a chef. She was a cookbook author. No, no. And her recipes are, you know, classic and also, I might add, eminently cookable. Eminently cookable. We have them up on Cookster. So we really wanted to focus on great recipes. That's really what the attention is, and um, from chefs and cookbook authors, and they all come from books. Every recipe on the site is from a wonderful, beloved cookbook, and ultimately we hope, too, that it'll be a voyage of discovery and that people will wind up buying cookbooks to add to their library, um, you know, cookbooks they may not have known existed or have always been meaning to get or gave away their copy. And every time you pull up a recipe on Cookster, There's a little thumbnail picture of the book it's from, and you have the opportunity if you want to buy that book. Well, that makes a lot of sense because it's hard to find um, uh, cookbooks. You know, in a store, you really cannot tell what you're getting when you walk to a store. And here's a great way for us to browse through a cookbook and actually use it and find out, is this a cookbook that I'm going to use? That's that's exactly the intention. And it's, it's funny you should bring that up because that was one of the things that we constantly said to people to describe it is... If you're in a bookstore and you read a couple pages from a novel, you get a sense of the novel or of a chapter of a nonfiction book. But until you try a recipe, you really don't know if a, if a cookbook's for you. And so this encourages people to try things from different cookbooks. And we've been getting a lot of emails from people saying they've discovered and bought cookbooks they, they never knew because they found them through Cookster. Well, uh, could you talk uh, about uh, some of the, the, the back-end database aspects of this? It's, it's a really fast site. It loads nicely. And I must say that I don't detect an abundance of kind of uh, annoying things like uh, Flash. Maybe there's some Flash, but whatever. If there is, it, doesn't, it loads quite quickly. Well, Pivotal Labs, I, I just can't say enough good things about Pivotal Labs. They're an amazing group of people. Um, as I said, they're, um, actually their, their offices are in downtown San Francisco. They have very cool offices. I think they're enmeshed in a massive ping-pong tournament at the moment. But they are obsessed with speed, with architecture. Um, they are a, a shop that does uh, agile programming, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's fascinating to see the way they work because you really sit next to them, and they build the thing a piece at a time, and you get to play with it, and then they build the next piece. And so really making it fast, responsive um, was one of their top goals. And the architecture is really, really elegant. So uh, it, you know, it's, it's been amazing. I don't want to jinx anything, but from the second um, we flipped the switch, um, it's, it's worked like a dream, which is not the experience fellow entrepreneurs have told me. And the, the interesting thing is they also built us a really phenomenal proprietary tagging system. Mm, And one of the things that that makes Cookster Cookster is we have a team of 10 of the best cookbook editors in the country. And 
they look at each recipe, and every recipe gets a, a tag, gets between 40 and 80 of 250 possible tags. Wow, that, that's why, that uh, is why your searches are so uh, usable. That's why they say usable, and that's why they're Because when you think about it, there, there are things you just can't leave to just plain word search. Mm-hmm. So, for example, there are tons of wonderful vegan recipes, but they don't have the word vegan in them. All right. So if you're just searching for the word vegan, you're going to miss all these great recipes. But we had people look at it and say, yes, that is a vegan recipe. Or kid-friendly. When, when our editors went through, they'd see a Jean-Georges recipe, and they'd say, my kids would love that. And it gets tagged kid-friendly. Whereas other people's searches, if you're just looking for the words kid-friendly, Jean-Georges did not use the word kid-friendly to describe that dish. <laughs> no. Well, that's a really fascinating uh, uh, process. It, it, it sounds like you have an amazing team. Now, you, one of the things I really like that you were talking about earlier is um, you were talking about cookbook writers. And I think that this is something that your experience in the publishing world must have helped you with um, in terms of, you know, just judging the pros of, of the stuff you're putting up there because you read, we read differently on the web than we do in a book. We do. And one of the things that was very important, and it's, it's sort of key to Cookster also, is we always reproduce the head notes as well as whatever footnotes or other notes came with the recipe. Mm. And a lot of other sites um, that are out there, they... They just put the recipe up if they have rights to a recipe. And you really need the headnote because the headnote is where a cookbook author explains the recipe to you. And you learn about the history and culture of a place or where the dish came from or what this variation is. But also there's sometimes really essential material. I mean, people will say things like, if you don't have the most wonderful summer tomatoes, you know, for goodness sake, don't make this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if that note is stripped out of the recipe and you go ahead and make it with not very good supermarket tomatoes, you're not going to have a good result. Mm. So we want people to look at recipes within the total environment they were created, and that includes head notes, and they can be great fun to read. Uh, and, and that's something that, that we love people to do on the site is explore and read and, and find out about the different recipes. Uh, one of the things that you have also that visually makes a huge difference is you have some very nice um, photographs uh, of the authors and the food. Could you? And photographing food is not easy. It's something I've tried, and <laughs> it's not not as easy as you might think it is. It's very. Uh, it's interesting. What we decided to do was. Um, whenever possible, to have photographs of the finished food that have been taken by a wonderful photographer and blessed by the chef or cookbook author. Where we didn't have photos of the finished food, what we've done is commissioned a library of hundreds and hundreds of wonderful shots of ingredients. Mm. And I love looking at ingredients. It's kind of my mm-hmm. food porn. It's not finished dishes. But um, to look at a wonderful tomato or cucumber or um, rice spilling out of a cup. And so we got a wonderful photographer uh, named uh, Joseph DeLeo, mm-hmm. uh, and he has taken for us, I think we're up to 600 beautifully styled ingredient shots. And where we have a finished dish, it gets the finished dish. But if not, it gets one of these, um, these lovely shots. 
Well, that's that's an interesting approach because I have to say when when I cook, one of my steps of cooking is to get all the ingredients out and put them kind of right in the cooking area and get them all lined up. And then I kind of look at them for an hour yeah. <laughs> think about what I'm going to cook or something. But, uh, you know, getting seeing the ingredients is really an important part of the cooking experience. It is. And a lot of us who, who people who love to cook, they, they love ingredients. They love to go to the market and look at different fruits and vegetables, and they love to find cool things um, that they might not know about from different markets or grocers. So we really want to, and that's part of the, the, what the site is about too. One of the rules of the site is we really only want chefs and cookbook authors who primarily stay away from uh, highly processed foods. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. I mean, there's every now and then chefs, everybody uses certain highly processed foods. But our site is not about combining highly processed foods that you find in the supermarket. What our site is about is, is making wonderful food from ingredients, like, as Michael Pollan says, stuff your grandmother would have, would have recognized. Uh, but we also have a real emphasis on affordability, too. Mm, that's and important, too. <laughs> one of our most popular searches is, you know, people want inexpensive, and we, we every day we sort of think, how can we get more great recipes on the site that are inexpensive? Now, uh, do you have some plans for the future uh, implementing more parts of Cookster that we haven't seen yet? We do indeed. We're uh, very excited because we're going to be getting comments on soon. We really want people to be able to share their experiences with each other of making these recipes. Mm-hmm. We're introducing video, oh. which we're very excited about. Mm-hmm. So we'll have um, each chef or cookbook author will have the opportunity to video blog and, and to have a home for their, their video. And uh, we're doing uh, what we call My Cookster, which is the ability to save links to all your, your favorite recipes in one spot and share those with people. So we, we've really got our social features coming um, that we weren't able to implement right at the start. I've been speaking with Will Schwalbe. He's the editor-in-chief of Cookster.com. Thank you for joining me, Will. Oh, thanks so much, Ricky. It was, it was such a pleasure to be on. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.